seven of the top ten most listened to radio programs are all focused on the subject of news and mainly politics. Here in America, we almost deal with politics on a 24-7 basis. Today, we're going to look at what the Bible says our response to politics should be. This is Matt, and uh, I'm joined once again with Stephen here and looking at politics. Uh, probably many of you out there probably listen to talk radio, and uh, we're not going to get into which one's better than the other or which one you should or shouldn't listen to. But obviously, we deal with politics a lot. We live in a nation where we can vote on a lot of different things. We can vote for local government. We even get a chance to vote for who is going to be our president Mm -hmm. here in America. And so a lot of freedoms, a lot of opportunities we have. But what should we do and how should we respond? And what is our attitude behind these responses? I'm so thankful for my liberty that I have in America to vote uh, I felt super bad because I actually missed the last voting cycle because we were on a trip and I didn't have the foresight to put in an absentee ballot. And shame on me because, you know, we have the, the right to vote and I feel like we have a moral obligation to vote. Uh, but, you know, sometimes we come along uh, some folks that are just a little bit wonky when it comes to politics and voting. Uh, we're going to talk about some extreme examples yeah, of that. Yeah, and, uh, and there, there's, a, there's a grand scale and you may find yourself on this and we're not saying that you're wrong or anything like this, but just looking at some different views. Uh, first of all, we have the the fanatic of politics. And this is the guy, he shows up to church and is going to tell you about, you know, the, the what happened in the political world. Uh, when they come to voting season, not only will they tell you who they are voting for, they'll also let you know if you don't vote for this person, you're wrong. And, and that's a little bit extreme because... God may lead different people to vote for a different person. And I don't believe that every Christian should vote for the same person when it comes to uh, that voting cycle. Yeah, then you got the other extreme that I just don't care. I'm not going to go out to the polls. Don't talk to me about politics. The hermit. You know, they just want to hide in their little hole and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And, and if I would say, if someone's out there that's a hermit, you should never complain about who's in power <laughs> yeah. because... Uh, you have an opportunity to vote, and you didn't vote, so you don't really get an opportunity to complain. Well, my vote doesn't matter. I'm just one person. Yeah, but that's what a bunch of people say, and they can make a difference. It really can. Uh, and then there's the loyalist. And this is the guy that's always going to vote blue or always going to vote red. No matter who's running, they're just going to go, and on the ballot, it's all blue all red. Whew, stepping on toes now. And I would say sometimes it's maybe not the best option because there may be some people where maybe really the better option is on the other side of the table. We're really not talking about voting today. Just kind of a segue into what is a Christian's response to politics? You know, the Bible has a lot to say about government. God ordains government in Genesis chapter 9 and verse 6, and this is after Noah and the flood, and God ordains government here to take care of things such as murders and to help organize uh, the people. And really, God ordains it here, and then we kind of see the structure as they go through different types of government. We see uh, where there was the judges, and then there was the kings, And we see uh, a plethora of different governments really rise and fall throughout the Bible. Romans chapter 13 says, Let every soul 
be subject unto higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Hmm. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. And that's uh, Romans 13, 1 and 2. Another passage I want to read in context to that, Second Peter chapter 2 and verse 10 says, But chiefly them that walk after the flesh with the lust of uncleanness and despise government, presumptuous are they, self-willed, they are not afraid to speak evil of dignities. And so God says that whatever government set up, we should be submissive to it. We should pray for them. And you got to think about the government back then. Uh, the government back then was Nero. Uh, the Roman government uh, oftentimes would kill Christians. And here God is saying, respect, honor, and pray for these ones that he has set up. And it's not the idea that you got to respect the person. Well, you have to respect the office. Hmm. And so often today, there's a lot of slander that goes on. Yes. Not just amongst the political races, which sure there is. Mm-hmm. And it's basically whatever side can throw the most mud uh, will win. Uh, but really, even amongst Christians, you know, social media is a great way uh, to interact with people. But, you know, I've seen a lot of false things posted on social media about previous presidents, about certain candidates. I would encourage you that fact check some things before you go and like and share something. Fact check it. Because I've often seen a lot of things uh, of doctored photos. Uh, Just the one illustration is Obama and and the Black Panthers uh, back in uh, San Francisco. And it's a doctor photo. It's been proven to be false. But many times I see good Christians post that stuff, and uh, that's not really helping anyone out there uh, to grow in Christ. That's it, a perfect example of slander, you know, speaking evil of a dignity. Yeah, and really kind of this bad-mouthing, bad talk. Like, we do have to have uh, a firm foundation, uh, but dragging people down and talking evil of them Mm-hmm. God desires that we don't do that about anyone. And I understand that there that we don't agree with these politicians, but certainly not sometimes. And their lifestyle and maybe the things they do, we don't agree with. Uh but we need to take action and vote and do our responsibility and vote the right people in. But complaining about it? The Bible goes on to say do all things without murmurings or disputings. All things even including politics, mm-hmm. even including our leaders. And, uh, you know, really, rather than complaining and despising and putting down, I mean, I remember back in 2008 when Obama became president, there were Christians in the in uh, the church and the surrounding place that, that I knew that said that they would hope that President Obama would be taken out of office through the means of assassination. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I've heard that before. And it's, how hateful is that? I don't agree with everything President Obama did, but you know what? He's still an image bearer of God. And the Bible commands that we love him and we pray for him 
mm-hmm. and that we respect that office. Yeah, he's been ordained to leadership. And pe- same people with the with President Trump. There's been people uh, that said uh, on the other side of the fence, you know, on the left side, that would hope that he would uh, pass away or die. And once again, how hateful is that as mm-hmm. a Christian to think that you want someone to die? It just it's just awful and rather than praying for them. Yeah, and it's so easy to just let yourself slip and follow the crowd and you know say some offhanded remark uh, that would be degrading towards a God-ordained official. Be careful of that, I challenge you. Um, it's easy to do. You know, one of the best examples, I think, of our response to government uh, was in the book of Daniel with uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And Nebuchadnezzar set up this, this great statue, uh, flexing his muscles and saying, I want you guys to bow down to me, put himself in the place of God. Now, up until that point, all three of them had submitted, had been very respectful of the king's wishes and of the governmental authority placed over them. Um, you know, there was the situation with eating meat and, and eating the pulse or the vegetables. Uh, but then you come to this crossroads, and they're forced to make a decision. Uh, will I obey the king or will I obey the Lord? And you you know what happened. They stood up to the king. They were killed for it, but God stepped in and saved their lives. And I love their response in Daniel 3, verse 17 and 18. Uh, And they say, if it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. And so they took a stand, and God happened to save them for it. And I think it's amazing that uh, Nebuchadnezzar came to know Jehovah as the one true God as a result of that. But every other time in their life, they submitted uh, to the will of the authority placed over them unless it went against uh, godly teachings and what they knew to be true about God. Yeah, and that's a great example. And so in that context, we should obey government all the way into the point where where they desire us to do something that it's against God's word. Yes. Whether that is maybe they would take away our Bibles and say it's illegal to have a Bible, then obviously we'd say, hey, listen, I'm going to obey God rather than man and so but we do need to take a stand as shadrach meshach and abednego and it says Mm -hmm. i'm not going to bow down i believe that's wrong but you see that they're very respectful in their response they say hey listen if you throw us in the fiery furnace that's fine if god saves us that's fine if he doesn't save us that's fine but people here are going to know that i took a stand exactly and there's a right way to take a stand and uh preach wrong way to take a stand i mean you think of uh westboro baptist uh yeah. uh awful awful way to take a stand for what's right and some of the things they do are actually completely wrong but in a hateful way to take a stand for what's right and that does more harm than good and so there's a good way to mm-hmm. say hey i'm gonna stand against abortion i'm gonna stand against uh same-sex marriage I'm going to take a stand against these different things that maybe the government's doing, uh, but do it in the right type of way, speaking the truth in love, as the Bible says. And so, but then later on, we see uh, Daniel uh, Mm -hmm. in government. Yeah. And some would say that a Christian should never be in government. Well, I think that's wrong because I think a Christian in government can do some good things. And so... 
Oh, Daniel does a great job of giving a testimony of the Lord. People knew that he was, that God was with them. I think of our vice president right now, uh, Vice President Pence, uh, a very godly man, and uh, through distant connections, uh, we kind of are connected to him. And uh, some people that we know here uh, personally know him and know his testimony. And, you know, he can make a big influence um, uh, just being the right testimony of, of maybe a, a loving husband and a, and a caring father there in Washington. Sure, and you don't have to agree with all his policies either. Yeah. Uh, but I do respect that he's a godly man uh, in the office. You know, talking about Daniel, just briefly, he— he was a ruler through several uh, different administrations. I mean, it, the book of Daniel talks about uh, Belshazzar, and then uh, Darius, or Darius, and then Cyrus. Um, so he was in a position of authority through several administrations, and he always stood for truth. He'd never compromise. Mm-hmm. So that's a great example for us in present day. So just kind of wrapping up, just a few things. Uh, first of all, don't fall into this... Uh, these extremes where, where you, you know, you're telling people how to vote uh, or, or where you're not voting at all or where you're just voting kind of blindly on whatever party your granddad voted for. Uh, then also respect government. Give government the honor that is due them and then respect them for a human person. We should never wish harm of any type on any person, no matter how evil they are. Uh, we should never wish harm on them, but pray that they come to the saving grace yes. and knowledge of Christ. Pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you, Matthew 5.44. Mm-hmm. And then finally, then, uh, as someone that's, uh, when government does rise up and do something wrong, uh, it is okay to take a stand, but take a stand in the right way. And I hope this has been a help and a blessing to you guys. Uh, if you have a comment about this, or maybe you have a topic that you'd like us to discuss on the Bible Connection, Email us at BibleConnection.cbc at gmail.com or find us on Facebook there at the Bible Connection Facebook page. And uh, we would love to hear from you. And, uh, of course, we could spend many, many hours on this topic. uh, But we'll leave that to the professionals uh, there on the talk radio station. (laughs) All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. See you next time.